happy birthday. Hey, you guys, I got some really good news. You know, after the sermon we shared about Nathan wanting to stay on and us taking this next step of faith with some of it, did you know that we had an anonymous party come forward and say, we wish to offer this congregation a $5,000 challenge. For every dollar that is given up to $5,000, we will match it. I'm just blown away at that. I had to share that with you. We'll get it out on some of it. I know. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, man. There's just so many. Just, I mean, just such good news. I'm so thankful. So, so, so very grateful. And our, with our congregation is 11 and we're still growing. It is such an honor to join the Lord in what he's doing here in this outreach in our community and beyond. This is the story that he's writing through us is really literally unfolding every day. There's a guy I know and love right there. I need to hug your neck. Don't you get out of here without me letting you do that. Oh, I love him. Anyway, I, I, the story is great. And speaking of stories, um, let's do this as we start out this gathering together. I'm going to read the last line of some famous books. You should like this. And if you know what book I'm referring to, then you can just yell it out. All right? At any point. Here's the first one. But Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. The tales of Peter the Rabbit. Yeah, there you go. Okay, here's another one. But wherever they go and whatever happens to them on the way, in that enchanted place on the top of the forest, a little boy and his bear will always be playing. There you go, Winnie the Pooh, it's right. That's specifically the house at Pooh's Corner. Just want you to know that. Here's the next one. Oh, my girls, however long you may live, I can never wish you a greater happiness than this. Little women, look at you. Man, you guys are doing great. Okay, here's this next one. It's not often that someone comes along who is a true friend and a good writer. Charlotte was both. Ah, yeah, you cheated because I used her name. Okay, the next one. And how happy am I now that I have become a real boy? Yeah, the Adventures of Pinocchio. Man, you guys are too good. Okay, what about this one? Might be some of you older people here. Tomorrow, I'll think of some way to get him back. After all, tomorrow is another day. Gone with the wind on the... Did I point at you after saying somebody? Forgive me. Forgive me. That was... Okay, last one. Last one. Here we go. All their life in this world and all their adventures had only been the cover and the title page. Now, at last, they were beginning chapter one of the great story which no one on earth, no one on earth has read, which goes on forever in which every chapter is better than the one before. That's right, The Last Battle in the Chronicles of Narnia. Ah, good stuff, good stuff. Such good, such good books. Makes me wonder, how is CPC's story going to end? But I must share first some stories that he is doing right now in this church. So watch this video. is how has the Lord showed himself to you in either a high or a low time 
maybe in your association with City Point Church? I guess it'll start with a low. It's definitely gone better since. Um, but in the summer of 2022, around June or August, um, I was living in Hot Springs. I was kind of at a dead-end job. Um, my mom was super sick with cancer. I was kind of just working at this gig, and um, I wasn't fulfilled in any way. I wasn't going to church. I didn't have, I mean, besides family, I didn't have, like, a said community. Um, and I was just looking, trying to find a way to come back up here and still work and, and make money and be able to help with my siblings if I needed to since my mom was sick. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then um, I'd gotten a call from a friend of mine named Jeremiah, and he was trying to get me to move down here, but it didn't feel like his, what his vision was and what mine, it just, it just didn't seem right. And then uh, I think like two or three days after that, I got a call from Gabe, <laughs> Gabe Baker, and he, uh, he was like, hey, I need a roommate. And then just for whatever reason, it just clicked. And I was like, okay, this is the direction I need to go. Um, so I quit my job. <laughs> I packed up everything, um, moved down to, uh, or I guess moved back up here. Was in a better spot, had a job that was okay for the time being and everything. And then, um, but I still wasn't connected in a church anywhere. I still didn't have a huge sense of community. I mean, it was just me working and then going to the apartment and just hanging out. And that was just kind of my all that I had going on. I was listening to the Bible Project and that was kind of my own, like that was my church. I just listened to mm -hmm. whatever I just had time to listen to. Um, I my mom's church at all the time. I wasn't really, I just wasn't, real. I, I wasn't really reaching out anywhere. Um, and then Gabe invited me over here to CPC and I sat in the back of the booth. I didn't say hello to anybody. I sat in the old broadcasting booth that was kind of like just that closet. I just sat there and I watched and I really enjoyed it. Um, I went that once and then it was a while before I started like continuously coming and everything. And then um, he invited me to downtown, our college group. And um, I thought that was super fun. It was good to meet Isaac and Sierra and everybody who was going at the time. And um, <laughs> there was also this cute girl that came in. <laughs> Turned out to be Gabe's sister, <laughs> uh, Amy Baker, <laughs> and uh, I started going a lot more after that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the people that came, and it helped that Amy was uh, <laughs> also in this community. Still worked, had a couple of jobs in between. Now at a job that I really, really like. Uh, my mom started coming to this church just because she was just she needed something different. Um, so she started coming, and since she started coming, her cancer is in full remission since then, which was, man, it was at a place where it was kind of like really hit or miss if she was going to make it to the next year or not, and now all of a sudden it's just like, it's it's gone, which is which is really great. Yeah, praise the Lord. I got married um, these past, I mean, like six-ish months ago, and which is just the best <laughs> it's, it's so i'm awesome. i'm guessing you're saying that was a high yes that's oh a, okay yeah, it's a very much a high. so we're out of a low yeah yeah out of the low, out of the low. <laughs> we're probably out we're probably out of the low once i start going to downtown really getting connected with people amen um, and now i'm in the the men's group um me and emmy are going to start helping a little bit with uh the downtown group making meals and stuff like that and i guess that's kind of it I think I'll start from the beginning, um, or at least somewhat the beginning. 
for those that don't know, I didn't grow up in the church. I'd been adjacent, church adjacent, I guess you'd say. I'd had friends that went to church. I'd occasionally go with my grandma on Sundays, but it wasn't one of those things that my family was really focused on. And, you know, until this day, I'm kind of almost an island out of my family in terms of believers. Um, you know, that has its own, own, own trials, but, you know, I think God put me there for a reason. But growing up, I think, you know, there was a seed planted somewhere in my heart where at what point, and I just knew there was something more than just, we, we're here on this, this rock, we exist, and then one day we'll be gone. You know, I feel like there's a reason why we're all here, why, we're, why we've been created. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get to know who that creator was, so I've gone to just about any church, you, type of church you can think of. Really, I didn't even really have a solid church home until came to CPC and that's really where my relationship got to be and I remember the first day I'll, I'll never forget it um, I, I was kind of struggling but I knew I needed God in my life I, I was strongly convinced that was the missing element that was a, that I needed um, I had spoke with a friend and they had mentioned a, a church um, went GPS I looked up when the service started I Google Maps took me there, but it was in the back of a warehouse. And uh, I see signs up for City Point Church. I'm like, oh, man, is this the wrong place? And then I looked up and I was like, oh, they have church somewhere else. And I'm like, well, it's too late to make it to that service. I might as well walk in and just just go in. And I just immediately was warmly welcomed, uh, greeted, just felt loved and that this was the Lord was there. Since being here, I met my wife, Jim Bob. Um, and it oversaw our ceremony. He married us, and that was that was incredible. Um, I cried like a baby. <laughs> it was. Um, but yeah, it was just a very wonderful moment. And I think because I was able to not just devote myself to this wonderful woman, but devote myself and it's a, a commitment with God. That just the person who created us, our heavenly Father, that just gave it so much more impact. And and I feel like that's, that's the reason why I just, I feel like I value my marriage so much more. I'm not saying I wouldn't otherwise, but without God and I, I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my cornerstone, my rock. Whenever I feel like I'm fading as a person or as a man or who I'm supposed to be as a husband, he's got it written out. I can just look to him and he won't always tell me what I want to hear, which is kind of the best thing because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't always get you where you, where you need to go. You know, life has pulled me in different directions. It's, I feel like at times I get too busy and I'm not quite doing what I need to be doing. And I've had my own struggles with my marriage, but reconciled and been back here. So moved out of the area, came back, back to City Point. It's the only church out of all those different denominations I've been to, not again, not knocking any particular church or denomination, but where I felt like you know, it isn't a building, it's, we are part, the church is the body of Christ. Amen. We're, it's not where we go on Sundays and then we forget about it until the next Sunday, but we're all connected. Even if we're not in contact, we're all here and we're all working towards growing in Christ and he's working in us. And know I've still got a lot of growing to do and I know God's not done with me yet but I'm 
I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed, man. I'm very thankful to be here. One, one memory that came to my mind is it hit at a time in my life when there wasn't really anything extremely low or extremely high, but I'll explain where that's going. Um, there was a financial peace class that Mark and Danielle led at the that we attended when City Point was first starting a while back. And it, the tools that we got in that class and the camaraderie that we got with the other people in that class equipped us financially to weather a lot of highs and a lot of lows um, that wouldn't have otherwise happened had it not been for that class through City Point. God through that class at City Point, um, giving us some just wisdom and insight and a skill set that we lacked. In a similar way, the re-engage class that we took recently, um, uh, I guess about three years ago, um, was also not at a time in our marriage of extreme high or extreme low, um, but goodness, it gave us what we needed to apologize well and to empathize with one another and has given us so many more highs and helped us weather so many of the lows in our marriage. Um, because of how God has used that class for us. So that came to mind. Another thing that came to mind is was a, was a joint high and low event that happened this summer. And I may tune up a little bit, but hopefully you can cut this part out. <laughs> we had just finished, um, oh, like 10 or so days of, of summer camps at Spark and Uplift. And God's blessed Nathan and me with with five children, but during those two weeks, we were blessed with a lot more children. And we were <laughs> charged with caring for them and watching for them while their parents were absent and also seeing to needs that they had. And it was a joy and it was a responsibility. And uh, God through Libby Beer offered us a meal when we came back. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know how much that meal meant to be someone in the church to be so willing to just say thank you for loving my child and let me do this for you as a way of showing ah, my appreciation well you can maybe not even need to use that whole one <laughs> but the meal the meal meant so much and I found myself reflecting on how much of City Point is in the family aspect of it I, of course a low for many of us with so many unexpected highs but a low was when the pandemic hit and we were, <clears throat> we were not meeting together. And the pop-up church that Randy and Holly Staley hosted, <laughs> getting to see Robin and Linda Phillips and Taylor and Amy Jo Wyatt, Camille, Matt and Casey, it like, it was like a, excuse me, it was like this sort of, grounding day out of every week for my children who we were all sort of in a free fall Nathan was home he was working from home and that had its own set of challenges and blessings and our days were running together but man on Sunday we knew we went to the Staley's and they saw some friends and we saw a church family and we had a watch party there and God through City Point kind of gave us like that every week that grounding event that helped us in so many ways through the uncertainty of health and oh goodness and uh, for your family members and also I was worried in the pandemic you know how socializing would be and all kinds of stuff we were all 
I was very concerned that was there was a lot of lows in that part. But anyway, those were the main ones that came to mind um, of these 11 years that Nathan and I have been part of City Point. A meal or a watch party or a financial class, you know, a marriage class. They're seemingly, you know, just, oh, that's just sort of a blip on the radar of someone's life. But they have had eternal impact on on me, on my marriage, on my children, um, on my walk with God. And and I'm so thankful for the families of City Point that are that are here with me every step in my walk with God and as I and as I learn what it means to to daily know him more. I'm always a little nervous because Nathan always puts stuff that I don't think he's going to put in there. Hey, Mark, come up here. Um, Mark was supposed to be one of them that was filmed, but he actually spilled hot oil on himself. I'm so glad he wasn't hurt, but he had to go home and it was a really rough day. And so I twisted his arm. I said, just come share a little bit. So do that. Do that. So as you know, I'm Mark and the love of my life is Debbie, my Debbie doll. So just, a, just a, the high of my life is actually coming here, but how I got here is absolutely amazing. So I moved here from California about three years ago and just came here on, on a whim, not on a whim, on God's lead. Yeah. You know, my son was here uh, with his wife. They're from Rogers, so we thought, let's try this place. My, my company closed down, came here to start a new life. Well, I found God here. I found God here in Arkansas. And it wasn't by a person like my wife or my parents or anybody. It was my boss at work that asked me one day, are you saved? And I hesitated just like that. Am I saved? That I didn't even know what to tell him. Brought me around, started, you know, opened the Bible for the first time in ever, finding God in my life. And when you find God in your life, you attract people that have God in their life that you wouldn't even expect, right? I work with, I work with all manly men I work with, tough, mean, whatever. Met this one man named Jason Laswell, came to me and said, hey, man, I see you're, you're just talking about God a lot. I see the Holy Spirit working through you. Come to Bible study. I was like, Bible study? What, 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 you know, explain to me, what are we doing at Bible study? He goes, there's a group of men at City Point Church. Come on down. So I waited about two weeks, probably two weeks too long than I should have waited, and came to Bible study. Wow. The men there took me in like I'd been there for years. The fellowship, the understanding, and to know that I'm not alone, that I have, I'm not the only one with struggles. I'm not the only one fighting the battle. But the battle's been won, and I found that out. So a couple of weeks of Bible study, Jim Bob, hey, come to church. We I wasn't sure if I was ready to come to a church yet. We hadn't gone to church in I don't know how many years. And I told him, I said, you know, let me talk to my wife. Let me, let me talk her into it. The Lord worked its magic. Got her here to the church. And I tell you what, we walked into this place and we knew we found our home. Everyone here accepted us like we had been here as one of them for years to come, for years. And we want to be here for years to come with you. 
I tell you, I come in here, like I'm just shaking, just, just shaking with, with, with the love I feel in here and the Holy Spirit that's filled us here every day. Every Sunday and on our, on our men's uh, Bible study, the men's retreat was amazing. I come here and we start to worship. I can't sing a, low, a note to save my life, but boy, I'll tell you what, I'm screaming out of this chair. And I'm feeling the love in this place. So you know what? That has been the biggest high. And one more. The day Mark baptized me. He baptized me here. And, you know, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't even know what baptism really was about. I, 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 was kinda, I was raised Catholic, baptized when I was a baby, didn't know diddly. I came here, and I tell you, when he baptized me and put his hands on me and, and brought me to God even closer, it was just the most amazing thing ever. When you, when you feel that love and you feel that, the, the Holy Spirit coming through you here, I, there was no doubt in my life we made the right decision coming here to Arkansas. It's not just squealing pigs and banjos, boys and girls. <laughs> there's God here. So there, there's my high spot. There's my high spot, guys. And, and I, you know, with you guys behind me, I've got the ability to, hit the, to fight the lows. And yes, there is lows, but every time I have a low, I can come to my fellow members here, and you guys bring me right out of it. I just want to say thank you and amen, and God is good. Perfect, perfect. I've heard a lot of things from this pulpit, but not what I just heard there at the end comments. And, uh, just a little clarification. This is Arkansas, not Kentucky. Okay, so we'll just move right on here. Did you not notice how God was there? Through it all, whether it was a high or a low, he was, he was there. He was there. He shows himself strong in each one of these people. Look at this quote. Faith is when you praise God in the storm, you trust him in the valley, and you follow him in the dark. It's nothing short of amazing what happens when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of us and begins to make something new. It's been said that Henry Wadsworth Longfellow could take a worthless sheet of paper, write a poem on it, and make it worth $6,000. Genius. Nelson Rockefeller could sign his name to a piece of paper and make it worth a million dollars. That's capital. A machinist can take a $5 bar of stainless steel and make it into a $5,000 surgical implant. That's skill. An artist can take an inexpensive canvas, paint a picture on it, and make it worth thousands. But when God enters a heart and the Holy Spirit comes and fills, and the next thing you know, this lost, misled soul that's covered in sin is now washed in the blood of Jesus and puts it with a bunch of others that have experienced the same thing. This community begins to change. One person, one marriage, one family at a time. And the next thing you know, this ancient word that was given long ago to the prophets that's repeated in the New Testament that says, what no one ever saw or heard, what no one ever thought could happen, is the very thing God prepared for those who love him. That's exactly what's happening 
We see it with each other. I've had in the last two Sundays in a row, people stop me after the service just to say, you got to know what's happening in my life. It's unreal. One guy that had this fantastic experience with him studying the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, and how it was going on with somebody else, and he had been estranged from him, and now they're back together again. People that once did not have any kind of allegiance to the Lord at all are now going online, making friends with as many people as they can just to share the gospel with them, just to share the good news. It's happening to so many different people. So I told you at the beginning of this talk, it makes me wonder how CPC's story is going to end. Well, guess what? We know. We already know. Let me read it to you. Look, whoa, this is the end. I saw heaven and earth new, created, gone the first heaven, gone the first earth, gone the sea. I saw holy Jerusalem, new, created, descending and resplendent out of heaven, as ready for God as a bride for her husband. I heard a voice thunder from the throne. Look, look, God has moved into the neighborhood making his home with men and women. They're his people. He's their God. He'll wipe every tear from their eyes. Death is gone for good. Tears gone. Crying gone. Pain gone. All the first order of things gone. The enthroned continued, Look, I am making everything new. It happened. I'm A to Z. I'm the beginning. I'm the conclusion. From water of life well... I give freely to the thirsty. Conquerors inherit all this. I'll be God to them. They'll be sons and daughters to me. Come here. I'll show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. He took me away in the Spirit to an enormous high mountain and showed me holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God, resplendent in the bright glory of God. The city shimmered like a precious gem, light-filled, pulsing light. She had a wall majestic and high with 12 gates. At each gate stood an angel. The 12 gates were 12 pearls, each gate a single pearl. The main street of God was pure gold, translucent as glass, but there was no sign of a temple. For the Lord God, the sovereign strong, and the Lamb are the temple. The city doesn't need sun or moon for light. God's glory is the light. The Lamb, it's lamp. Now, now that's the ending of a story. But in fact, it is no end at all. It is just the beginning. Father, in these 11 years, you have assembled a group of redeemed people that have been sharpening one another and loving one another through highs and lows. And we're so thankful that you've made this body strong. And we're excited about the strength yet to come and the years yet to unfold. We dedicate our lives. We dedicate this church. We dedicate our families, our marriages, all of us. We dedicate ourselves to you. May you be glory, be glorified through City Point Church. Hear our prayer, Father. We praise you. You are the great one. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's stand and sing this together.